This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Brother Jared, how are you? I am doing well. How are you, Andy? I'm doing well as well. Yeah, I answered that question this morning to somebody who asked me in the office, and they said, you're not doing good? And I said, no, I'm not Spider-Man. Doing good would put me on that level of doing, going around and doing good things. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm there yet. But did you say that whole speech to them? Yeah. And what did they say? <laughs> they said, I'm doing good. <laughs> 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 it wasn't just anybody it was a friend of mine here you know oh okay so it wasn't like a client no no goodness goodness no <laughs> like who is this loser <laughs> <laughs> i'm confused are you not doing good or what, what is this spider-man thing we want none of your oil <laughs> uh yeah well i was then what am i going to do with all of this oil on my desk <laughs> <laughs> it's just laying around. <laughs> it's just sloshing here and there. Every time I open the, every time I open the drawer, going for a black licorice bite. <laughs> you know, I I think about how you're doing every morning when I check my Facebook, because really? on Facebook, I know you don't have it anymore, but there's a thing where you could check back like what you were doing a year ago on this day and six years ago this day and stuff. Uh-huh. And because you deleted your account, yeah, many of my Facebook posts sound like I'm having a conversation with myself <laughs> because yours are just totally gone. So I'm just like talking to myself or, or somebody posts something and, and it makes zero sense. But I remember Andy said something. <laughs> there, was, there was something here that he said that made this all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could be the voice of reason in the absence, I guess. But who knows what you were saying? I don't. I definitely don't. I don't even know if I'm coming or going, as they say. Uh, they, I just think they could have left it there and just said, user has deleted his profile or something. But <laughs> let me still keep the memories of what that user said. Oh, the memories. They say, they say that when you put stuff on the internet, it never goes away. Well, it depends on where you keep the server in your house. <laughs> I guess so. And, and, you know, if you delete your emails... Well, those never go away. They're always on somebody else's computer, apparently. I, I mean, I hear that there's this bleach bit thing that's pretty good. <laughs> but only so good. <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? So what's going on with you, man? Oh, I just started another exciting class. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's legal and ethical environment of business. And everybody says it's environmental law? No, no. It's a legal and ethical environment of business. Gotcha. Yeah, this seems like it'll be enjoyable. I was reading my ethics book before I gave you a -a ring-a-ling. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Good. So this should be a very good ethical podcast. Episode 99, actually. Oh, I know. I know. I was going to not say that because what we want to do for 100 is, you know, the whole shebang with everything. So, oh well, wowie zowie! You can delete that from the podcast. 
Uh, we'll see. Now, I'm hoping to get the Tino Awards in there. Maybe John with Jared. I don't know. Let's not get too crazy. Well, I mean, I think when we give out our contact information, we should say, hey, guys, tell us what you want to hear. Do you have anything that you think would be fun for us to do on the 100th episode? Uh, okay, well, let's give out our contact information right now. Go for it. No, you always start. Okay, you can email <laughs> us at m6pllc at gmail.com. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the M6P. You can go to our amazing website, the M6P.com. And of course, follow us on Twitter. I'm sorry, follow us on Twitter at the M6P. Yes, along with YouTube and Instagram, we're under the M6P. You can even be a part of our show by giving us a call at 616 755 Tina. You can leave us a message with your thoughts of what you want to hear on the 100th episode. If you have any cool ideas or, or things that you want to hear us revisit. Or maybe you just have a question. We'd love to hear it. I would love to hear your question. Even write it in. Write it on the Facebook page. You know, yeah. What do we care? We'll collect it. Jared, like, write... Jared knows that Facebook thing. Yeah, write it with a Sharpie on your computer monitor. Right Those now. Facebooks never get away from him. Mm-mm. Anyway, we are sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Go there. Get your issues pre-ordered at 40% off. Good deals there, DCB Service. You can also check out our other sponsors, Community Retail Partnership at CRPSavings.com, MichaelWebSolutions.com, and you can also order the Marvelous Box at themarvelousbox.com. The, those are all good things. I don't They're know what else to say. The Marvelous things. Box. You take me by surprise because these things. These I, things. I haven't heard about them in so long since the last episode, you know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Let's get into what we have to talk about today. I am excited to talk about. I am all caught up. On this Death of X. So tonight we are talking about Death of X number three and the Unworthy Thor number one. So which one do you want to start with? Uh, let's hit Unworthy Thor. Excellent choice, sir. Unworthy Thor. Jason a- Aaron and Olivier or Olivier Cortel. <laughs> I don't know his name, but his art is fantastic. And of course, all the litany of other people. Uh, that never get mentioned, so we should probably mention them. Uh, Matthew Wilson, colorist, and Joe Sabino, the letterer and production from uh, Virtual Calligraphy. Good job. Yeah, that's it. That's a, that's a great recap. Dude, this book is really good. I yes. really enjoyed this book. Well, let me just give a quick recap, just a couple sentences. Okay, all right, So, do for it. Unworthy Thor number one, no longer having possession of Mjolnir, Thor Odinson continues to do his best at superheroics. Satellites have mysteriously been destroyed and disappeared, so Odinson heads to the moon to investigate. He comes into battle with Eolic and his trolls, but also meets the Unseen, which is Nick Fury, who tells him of another hammer from another Thor, which is the ultimate Thor from Secret Wars. Odinson heads to Asgard to find this hammer, but encounters Asgard missing. However, he encounters Beta Ray Bill offering his hammer in its stead. <laughs> That's a good recap. Well done. 
Thank you. I, I never know how to say U L I K. Is it Ulik? Ulik? What? Who knows? I'm gonna go with Ulik. Okay. I mean, it sounds gross, but you know. I think we should just call him Jeff. Jeff the troll. Yeah. Ah, whatever. All right. So you were really impressed with this issue. I did. I did. Like, okay. <clears throat> I I read this issue second. So, uh, going into it, you know, my standards weren't that high. Um, I've, you know, I've read all of, uh, when Jason Aaron got on Thor originally, um, Mm -hmm. it was really good. The first 12 issues, the first 13 issues were fantastic. And then it kind of went downhill from there. Um, there were a couple issues here or there that were good, but then I haven't read Thor since the second issue of the mighty Thor, I guess, where Jane is Thor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so kind of left that hanging and this, this loose end, of Thor on the moon with Milner, uh and not knowing why he's... We still don't know why he's not worthy, right? No, I'm really hoping that this will clear that up and give us some answers. I'm kind of wondering if, like, they're saying, oh, we're going to come up with it, just keep going. I don't have a good idea yet, but just keep <laughs> going. We'll get there. But, look, of course, the art in this issue, uh, Oliver Quipel is fantastic. It's amazing. You know, his art is gorgeous. He should draw every book. Him and Steve McNiven. (laughs) Right. No, Steve McNiven is really good, too. Uh, But the art in this and then actually the dialogue in this, it's I've never liked dialogue really in a Thor book. But this is not stilted. It's it's not uh, pandering to the audience. It's good dialogue. It's good. you know, good summary, good thought process. I do. I mean, the lettering on it is fantastic as well. I mean, it's an all-around good book. I also like how you know his character has changed a little bit. He still has what makes him Thor, but without uh, being worthy, he is missing this part, and it is obvious. And I do like how his his arm without what without the hammer. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> everything you just said i'm all for it (laughs) he's like thor without all the power okay so his arm got cut off so does he have like an uh an uh is an android arm a robotic arm is he the winter soldier i mean maybe that's how it all connects because isn't the winter soldier out there doing his thing no isn't he part of the thunderbolts man Oh, yeah, he's back, isn't he? Oh, right, yes. Sorry, yes. that's series. I, don't get me started on that. Hey, the Winter Soldier and the Thunderbolt series. So do you think we're going to find out, or do you think this is just prese- uh, a miniseries to give Thor a new hammer? It's not a miniseries, is it? Yeah. It is? Mm-hmm. No! I didn't know it's... that. How many issues is this? I think it's five. You wound me, sir. Uh... So at the end of this, would he will he be back? I doubt it. That would go against Marvel's diversity policy. They don't have a diversity policy, right? Yes, they do. Don't no no no. This is fantastic. Ah, uh, no, I want this to keep going. Don't wound me. Well, I mean, the first issue's been good, but it's got to go some. I mean, ultimately he'll get. Ultimately, did you see what I do there? He'll oh, well get done. the ultimate hammer and then he'll kind of be done right yeah but as a character he'll be done 
no, no, I'm just saying, like, that story will be told. Right. And then this will be an opportunity for Marvel to launch another number one. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So is uh, have you been reading Mighty Thor at all? No, uh-uh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no. I mean, I like Jason Aaron, but I'm just not interested in somebody else being Thor. Yeah, it's not a I hate women or or other races. I just don't want that. To, that's not my Thor. That's just not my Thor. I'm sorry. Is Jane another race? No, I'm just putting the blanket statement like because I want Hulk to be Bruce Banner. I don't have anything against people of any other descents. I just like Bruce Banner. Descents. <laughs> How delicate you are, sir. <laughs> well, I don't want anybody to have to go to their safe space after listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy when Beta Ray Bill showed up. Like, usually he's a character that it's like, ah, this guy, you're going to shoehorn him in. But it really worked for this. It did. And and they're also utilizing the fact that Secret Wars did happen. It wasn't just a, a what if and... And everything starts over, like this stuff really did happen. Now, let me ask you this. I know this is, you're going to say, I, I don't know, how am I supposed to know this? But I'm glad that Nick Fury saw it all, because he's the Watcher now, or he's the Unseen, and he's taking the Watcher's position. But if all of realities were destroyed and rewritten, that would be him. He wouldn't be outside of that, right? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> Nailed it. did that strike you as odd yeah maybe a little little shoddy writing there or i mean maybe he ceased to exist too but then when everything was put back he saw everything i don't know franklin's like you know that guy who sees everything i'm gonna let him still see everything (laughs) yeah sounds sounds about right all right so what what did you like what did you like about this oh the art was fantastic it was so good and I like seeing Thor a little bit depowered and that he has to struggle a little bit as opposed to just being undefeatable. So I like that. Okay. I mean, do you think, are you interested at all in him getting this other hammer? Well, uh, yeah, but I wanted to have Mjolnir back and, and put on the Norse helmet and his red cape and fly around and kick, you know, frost giant butt. Do you think that the, I mean, I've kind of gotten used to him having, uh, Yarnbjorn. What is it called? Yar Yarbjorn? You just keep going with it. <laughs> Yarbjorn. <laughs> <laughs> the the axe. I like the axe. Why would he change it for a hammer? Maybe we could call it Jeff. Why <laughs> what is with you and Jeff? It's just why does Marvel have to make hard words for me to say? <laughs> you get to be Jeff. <laughs> Go to your safe space, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I I was I know it'd be stupid. I know that I would feel stupid. But if they didn't put what hammer they were talking about on the cover and maybe left it a little bit of a mystery, that'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah, that would, you know, because there are other hammers that have been out there. So you might think, oh, so he is taking Beta Ray Bills. Right, yeah. I just want that little bit of mystery. But I think that they, you know, eh, they kind of. But did you do, did you notice there was the asterisk? I did, yes. All the way back to Original Sin. How about spit my water out? <laughs> but there was also one for the Thor's miniseries. Yes. See, right. And I was like, uh, that, that doesn't give it credibility. <laughs> <laughs> there were just so many asterisks, I didn't know what to do with myself. 
I have all two of these. I can't do this. <laughs> uh, man, I like him with the beard. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to issue two. Yes. Now, why is Nick Fury all glowy and stuff? Like his his thing, like his uh, fear itself costume, as I like to call it. Why not? His Eternals fear itself Celestials costume. I, I think that's how he looks now. That's a shame. But <laughs> the art is fantastic. All right, let's 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 move on to, to Death of X number three. So Death of X number three, Storm's X-Men team has been put to sleep by the Inhumans as Crystal's team stands around deciding whether to uh, wake them up the X-Men do so on their own. They're not happy, and just as a fight is about to start, Magneto and his own group of X-Men appear and encase the groups in metal beams in anticipation of a confrontation. Meanwhile, Cyclops and his team of X-Men meet up with, meet up with Alchemy as they head towards the Terrigen Mist Clouds. Can you remind me who Alchemy is? So Alchemy has had a whopping eight appearances, since he first debuted in the 1980s in X-Factor. He was actually a character created by a fan. Marvel had a contest to create a character, and Alchemy was created and put into X-Factor. And like I said, you know, he's just had a couple of appearances in the last 25 years. Huh. Anything notable? No. <laughs> <laughs> he saved his mom, apparently, or something. Yeah, like, he uh, he appeared in X-Factor in, like, two issues. He was in, I think, four issues of Excalibur. Uh, then he was mentioned during the 198. And then he came up again in Legion's uh, X-Men Legacy title. Doesn't this make you yearn for the days of the 198? <laughs> How bad is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this series has been a bit disappointing. Okay, so you have Jeff Lemire and Charles Soule on writing. Mm -hmm. And then you have a couple kindergartners on art. Oh, Andy, tell me how you really feel. (laughs) This art is so bad. What is going on? Well, there are a couple, there are points, there are bright spots. What? There are a couple spots where I'm like... You know this this makes sense, and there are other spots that are are tough. I will say that this issue is better art than issue one. That's for sure. Yeah, I think he has an interesting interpretation of Ice Man. It makes me think of Bradshaw from uh, Wolverine and the X Men. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But 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 worse. <laughs> well, what do you think about the story? Oh, that's you, terrible. Too. You read the first. You read all three all at one time, right? Yes, I did. This, this, okay. the The dialogue is horrendous. It's awful. It's like, all right, reader. Now I'm gonna get mad at them. Can you <laughs> guess why? That's right. Survival. Like, it's terrible, right? <laughs> and it's like I read this, and uh, you know I have been reading very minimal comic books since I started school. I'm almost to the cusp of where I can start full-blown again. And so I read issue one. And I thought to myself, maybe I don't like comics anymore. (laughs) (laughs) bad? It was terrible. (laughs) I was like, 
because I, I was like, okay, well, the cover art, I, I don't like it, but you know, it's it's Lemire who he, I like his old man Logan, and uh, it's Charles Soule who is talented. I don't know if he's still on Daredevil, but I mean that was good, pretty good stories. But he's had other stuff. But you know, I'm like, okay, Inhumans and the the art. But then I started reading it, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is so contrived. Like they're trying to figure out how and why to get mad at each other. I'm not sure exactly why, but we're gonna get angry at you. It's like they didn't plan this. <laughs> Who didn't plan it? Like when they did the switch and the, and the eight month gap and everything, and they're like, "Oh, Cyclops, he's dead." You should have seen the whole story. It's crazy. And then they're like, "Is it crazy? I don't know. We didn't come up with it yet." <laughs> well, but I I don't think this is the first time, and it won't be the last time. That what? That they do this. I mean, we we're just talking about with unworthy Thor. Right. I know that. That's what made me think that there's no there's there's no plan for what was whispered. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I th- I want there to be a plan, but this book made me think that there's no plan. Hopefully, next issue we'll find out. You know what? What did Cyclops do that was so bad, and then merited his death? He started a war for no reason. He's like, obviously, they did this on purpose, and I hate them, and we'll kill them. <laughs> no, he's trying to stop the cloud. He no, he's not trying to stop the cloud. He's trying to start a war with them. He's like, ah, the cloud's awful. We'll just let it go. Let's go ahead and kill these other people. What? what? Right. In issue three, he gets alchemy with his group to try and turn the the cloud's properties from what they are. Did it say that, or was I supposed to know that that's his power? Oh, you're probably supposed to know that's his power. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the plan is. All I know is he was like, they lied to you and we'll kill him. And then he was threatening them. And then they stole some kid with a mohawk downer. Yeah, I don't know. Some inhuman. What is going on? Are you reading any of these other X books? Are they all this bad? Uh, I had to stop reading all new X-Men. It was, it was too rough. But see, um, that's one of the ones that I think would be good. Isn't that the young team? Yeah. It was just like, it just seemed like it wasn't, there was no direction. It wasn't going anywhere. Gotcha. And Extraordinary starting to kind of repeat some stuff that's that's already happened. And uh, un- Uncanny X-Men, I don't know, each time I pick it up, I have to read the blurb at the beginning to remember what happened. <laughs> But, I mean, is uh, Colin Bunn still on that? And it's, and it's Magneto's team still, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, that sounds like the most promising. Colin is just really good at Solo. Like, he right. could really write the heck out of that Magneto book. And I think adding more people can be a bit overwhelming. Yes. Yes. But, you know, every, I, think, I think of him every time I go into the conference room here because we have, like, a Bun coffee setup thing. And I'm like, right, yeah, Colin Bunn, right. Oh, Andy, what is going on at your work? I'm sorry, that's I'm I'm desperate to try to get back into these comics. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see when uh when the X the Resurrection X-Men titles start back up. We'll see if we get some better stuff. Are they are they different 
artists and writers? We don't have creative teams, but there are going to be seven launches. I hope so. I hope they were like, you know what? This didn't work. Well, one is called X-Men Gold and one is called X-Men Blue. So oh, we I'm, should be I'm so lucky. Pretty excited. <laughs> you sound like it. Um pretty excited oh no i really am (laughs) they can just get a little sliver of the 90s x-men into this i'll be a happy man i think they need to what did you think about this book um this one like was probably the slowest of the three you know for the first half there's x-men just sleeping in the road while the inhumans talk about them Like, what is... Maybe we should do something about this. I don't know. Do you you think we should leave? No, we should stay. Well, I don't know. I think I kind of... I don't want to be here when Storm's mad. Well, I think she's fine. She'll be nice. Oh, look, they're awake. You know? (laughs) You know, also, like, she got mad and she started doing her uh, electricity in her hand thing. Mm -hmm. And then the very next thing was, no, there's no need for this. Right? Like, yeah, Iceman flicked a piece of ice at one of the Inhumans, and he started to hit the ground to make an earthquake or whatever. Right, this just, what's the writing? Like, she's, like, she's getting fired up in a very intimidating pose, even though it looks like she's, you know, five in this picture. <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, she's like, no, 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 I didn't mean it, I didn't mean it, take it back, no, no, no violence. <laughs> hey, am I the only one that gets the hint that Gorgon here is the new Professor X? Uh, I mean, he's been like that for a long time. Really? Yeah, he got, um, he got injured, what was that like? I think it was during the 198, maybe. I don't think it was that, I don't think it was that far back, man. It was a long time ago. I thought it was during, um, Infinity War or something like that. Infinity War? That was in the 90s. Not Infinity War. What did did we just have? Infinite? Infinity, right? Where they released the Terrigen Mist? Uh Uh-huh. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, he's in a chair, like Professor X. He's got a team. He, of all people, is calm during this thing. That doesn't strike me as how he usually is. (laughs) Especially during Silent War. Yeah, I thought that... Hmm. We're going to have to do our research and and, uh, get back to y'all. I don't know. The point is, this whole thing, like, what are we doing with the Inhumans team? The uncanny Inhumans. None of these people are likable. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> this whole thing. This was so disheartening to read. I read three issues of this. And then you got the, you got the Sentinel and Forge and Angel with his Blastar wings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I blame Bendis for that. All right, it looks like okay. So Gorgon, during the Inhuman storyline, he's shot in the spine by a new human named Lineage. See, and paralyzed from the waist down. I knew it was recent. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think what I'm thinking is, it wasn't it during Silent War or 198 where he got like re-exposed to the Terrigen Mist or something, and he mutated? Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. I knew I wasn't crazy. Yeah, so the new mutants, that's from Inhumanity, the Matt Fraction stuff. Uh, So that's from, like, three years ago, 
when they were like, hey, we're going to do this. Oh, creative differences. Charles Soule, you're the guy. Yeah. Beat this dead horse. Yeah, you're right. To a pulp. This makes me want to go to a safe space. This is this is bad. I mean, <laughs> and the, uh, it's just bad. And the art on this is just horrible. Like the minifigure of Colossus standing there on the on the metal. <laughs> <laughs> but Warpath and Wolfsbane were there. Oh wow! Oh wait, what's the deal? Killing off Jamie Madrox? They're like, ah, we need somebody. We need to kill a lot of people and one main character. Hey, I know how we could do both. At the same time. (laughs) It'll be the easiest to come back, though, you know? I hope so. And then Cyclops, when he does his mind thing to everybody, he's like, we lost a lot of people, Jamie Madrox. Like, the rest of the world has no idea who that is. (laughs) Right? It'd be like, if... It'd be like, everyone on Earth, we lost a lot of good people and Jared Mayo. It's like, I'm sorry, but you're not that well known. Yeah, they'd say, you know, he made the Avengers movie, but, I mean, like, it would just be a totally different movie. That guy who ran next to the hot dog stand? The cinematic universe would forever be changed. We lost him today. Sad day. We weren't even going to go in the direction of the Winter Soldier until we saw that running. (laughs) And that was the... That was the entire impetus and motivation. That's the inspiration for the Winter Soldier yeah. movie where there's so much running. <laughs> Captain America 2 was going to be all about MODOK. But then when we saw the running, we went with Winter Soldier. <laughs> Such a good movie. All right, let's 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 finish this. But real quick, before we before we wrap up here, you going to go see uh, Doctor Strange? Yes, sir. I will be in Pittsburgh, and I will find a movie theater, and I will watch it, and I will love it. <laughs> and you're going without the missus i'm going alone oh, so <laughs> i'm sad. going alone to a a pre a midnight showing or whatever of a marvel movie in pittsburgh oh are you going to, are you guys gonna go no not opening night we're still working on it so well you guys have kids and responsibilities and stuff well i mean you have responsibilities as well yeah. No, we we got this whole election thing. We need to decide the fate of the country. We'll we'll hash that out. <laughs> so you can't go see a movie, right? It's <laughs> that important. <laughs> I gotta go release some emails. I don't know if you heard about it's it's complicated. Are you Russian? <laughs> Snowflake, Ileana. <laughs> you know, by the time this episode is released. We'll probably have a new president anyway, so this won't even matter. I hope not. I hope to get it out sometime soon. But yeah, that's, that's probably true. Let's be honest. <laughs> All right, man. We are sponsored by DCB Service. DCBService.com. Discount comic book service. Go there. Pre-order 40% off all your books. We're also sponsored by Community Retail Partnership. CRPSavings.com. And MichaelWebSolutions.com. While we're hitting up our sponsors, you can also check out The Marvelous Box at themarvelousbox.com. Subscribe to The Marvelous Box, and for $25, you'll get over $100 worth of Marvel trade paperbacks. And you can email us at m6plc at gmail.com. Visit our website, theM6p.com, and follow us on Twitter at theM6p. You can also hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at the M6P. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the M6P. And give us a call for our next episode. We'd love to hear from you right now. 
pick up your phone, stop listening to the rest of this podcast, give us a call, leave us a message, ask us a question, or do an impersonation of Andy eating ice cream being chased by a shark. On on an airplane. 616-755-TINA. That's (laughs) T-I-N-A. And I just, real quick before we get out here, I'm looking at this last picture of Death of X number three. Magneto's coming with all this stuff. There's a Porta John right there in the background that he has lifted up in the air. I think that's awful. So, until next time, this is the M6P. Mm-hmm.